Frame. Well, not that frame. Frame.io, a cloud-based collaboration tool for video makers, has been acquired by Adobe in a massive $1.2 billion deal. New iPhone 13 can do progress and some fancy rack focus with a little twist in the story they somehow forgot to tell you about. Microsoft is getting into video editing business for the second time by acquiring ClipChamp, an online video editing software mainly focused on quick template edits. Adobe Max is just around the corner, again online and free. In terms of the new updates and apps, Premiere Update brought AI-powered speech-to-text out of beta version, and we have a cool extension called Workflower for After Effects that will help you keep your project super organized. And we have a bunch of cool stuff from the internet, like this quick planner tracking tutorial using only built-in tools in After Effects. Alright, let's jump in. So let's have a look at that gigantic $1.2 billion deal between Frame and Adobe that happened back in August. If you haven't heard of Frame before, it's an online tool that allows uploading of assets like videos and leave comments and drawings on it, so basically you collaborate with your teammates on a video. That's of course a simplification, Frame also offers camera to cloud solutions and a bunch of other things, but most of their 1 million customers, users, are using it to collaborate on video feedback. Why would Adobe care? about Frame in the first place. Scott Belsky, Adobe's chief product officer, said in an interview, Adobe wanted to buy New York-based Frame.io after it realized that its customers were using it with Adobe's suite of products. Adobe considered building its own tools to make it easier for teams to edit video together, but ultimately decided to buy Frame.io instead. Here is a fun fact. According to Devoncroft analysis, for each Frame user, Adobe has splashed around $1,200, and that includes free users too. If you count paying users only, Adobe has paid 12 listen to this, they pay $12,000 for each. See, what Adobe wants, Adobe gets. It generates over $6 billion a year and has cash reserves of another five to $6 billion. We've been using Frame for the past three years and I personally always like their attention to detail. So hats off to them for their ability to squeeze out over one billion dollars in cash from our overlords at Adobe. Apple has released yet another iPhone with a lightning connector. My disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined. But let's ignore that for a second and focus on ProRes recording and rack focus features. Both of these are only available on the Pro model, starting from $1,000. ProRes is a big deal for everyone planning to use their iPhone as a professional video recording device, but don't fall into trap thinking this will make your footage look better. ProRes is just a codec that is widely used in the industry because it retains a high level of detail in the footage and is considerably faster to work with in editing suites like Premiere or Final Cut. This comes at a cost of huge file sizes, so let Apple do what Apple does best. Charge you an additional $500 for one terabyte of storage for your new iPhone. I am never going to financially recover from this. I think Tim Apple also forgot to mention that if you buy the cheapest iPhone Pro with 128 gigs of storage, you won't be able to use ProRes in 4K, but you will be limited to 1080p videos. You know, like back in the good old times of 2010.
Cinematic mode is another feature that helps you do things like automatic rack focus or faking a shallower depth of field. It uses AI and LiDAR, which needs to calculate the scene in real time. So again, get ready for that super crisp 1080p resolution limit in 30 FPS. Cool. Just weeks after Adobe announced frame acquisition, Microsoft also announced their buying tool called ClipChamp. ClipChamp is a web-based video editor focused primarily on quick video edits for social media. Same as Frame, COVID accelerated their customer base by more than 50%. So we are yet to see what Microsoft plans to do with the company, but some suggest it could be integrated into their subscription plans. I know a lot of you watching this right now are coming from more professional tools such as After Effects, Resolve, Premiere, etc. But entry-level software such as this is crucial to bring more people into video making. So I'm personally glad Microsoft saw this as an opportunity to get into video. Just please, Microsoft, do not attempt any Outlook-inspired redesigns. Just let it be, alright? Just give up. Adobe Max conference will be happening again online from 26th to 28th of October. And same as last year, it's free for everyone who registers and there are plenty of sessions to choose from. By the way, hit that subscribe button and the bell icon next to it to get notified about our next Adobe Max video where we're going to pick sessions that matter for video creators. Premiere is making its speech-to-text functionality public. It uses Sensei, Adobe's AI engine, to listen to speech in your videos and transcribes it into text that you can use as an open or closed captions. It works pretty well, I've had no major issues when I was playing with it in the beta version previously. It runs directly inside of Premiere, which could be a drawback if the person editing those captions doesn't have Premiere. One of the reasons why we use Auto AI, but I still think this is a great step forwards to ensure that more videos include captions. And no, YouTube auto-generated captions are not good enough. Workflower is a new extension for After Effects that helps you with a variety of tasks, such as making layer groups, move them, collapse them, apply adjustment layers only to selected layers. Really cool extension to help you with your daily suffering. You can get it on A-Scripts and it costs $65. Alright, let's have a look what happened on the internet. This super cool planar tracking tutorial posted by August Hackinson on Reddit. You can scan these QR codes or you will also find these links in the description below. NT Productions made a quick video about scripting guides, very useful for all of you who code things for Adobe apps or aspiring developers. And if you are working on any type of app that requires dark modes, like for example After Effects or Premiere extensions, have a look at this video. Alright folks, that's all for this app shot. If you like it, give it a thumbs up and subscribe if you want to see more content for video makers. And I'll see you in the next video.